When was the last time you had a total breakdown? Think about it. Like, cried so hard, you were hyperventilating, snot all over the place, couldn't breathe, really letting it out. Because <laughs> mine, it was yesterday. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I honestly don't know how to share this without throwing people under the bus and being rude. <laughs> so I am going to share from my perspective, my feelings. There was this this event, you know, the situation occurred with family and there was yelling on my part. There was a lot of crying and big feelings, again, on my part. I felt like what was being communicated to me was being done in a really passive-aggressive way. And I found that really upsetting, really frustrating, and it just escalated from there. So it essentially led to a massive breakdown, and I couldn't get over it. It was one of those things where I was like trying to swallow back the tears. You know, before they started flowing, I could feel it, my face getting flush. I could feel the tears welling up in my eyes. I had the lump in my throat and I just kept trying to swallow it back, swallow it back, swallow it back. And my body was like, nah, nope, don't play with me. I need to get this out. <laughs> and so, oh boy, did it ever like a volcanic eruption of emotion. And I have not cried in months. You know, a little tearful here and there. I have not had a good breakdown in a while. Well, this one escalated real fast into hyperventilating, can't catch my breath, couldn't even speak. And then it just lingered. I would go back to thinking about it. You know, once I composed myself, I was trying to breathe. I would start thinking about what had happened again. And I would, tears would just start running down my face. And I was so frustrated because it was such a ridiculous thing that like, this is how my family is sometimes, you know, this is kind of a norm for us. Like, why is it bothering me so bad? So then I started this like, I don't know, shame or guilt of, you know, pull yourself together. It's not that big of a deal. These things happen. But I could not get out of the feeling. I was so distraught. And I realized today that my 30-year-old self, my current version of me, wasn't the one bothered by what happened. She thought it was pretty silly. She could have handled it with grace and ease and moved right on from it. But my eight, nine, ten year old version of myself was 
so incredibly triggered. That is where the emotion came from. And this is what we need to talk about today. Is you're judging yourself for your lack of ability to regulate your emotions, your triggers, your struggles with your mental health, your outbursts, your breakdowns. You're judging yourself so harshly for those things, just like I was yesterday. But what you don't realize is, yes, could your current self cope in a healthy way with whatever happened? Probably. But you are not just your current self. You are all the versions that you have ever been in this current body. So my eight-year-old self was the one feeling the big feelings and not being able to regulate in that moment, needing that emotional expression because she was so triggered. Not my 30-year-old self. Because I'll tell you what, my 30-year-old self, she couldn't care less. She's like, I don't give a flying fuck. This drama is for the birds. Don't care. Don't need to be a part of it. Leave me out of it. But my 8-year-old self was really hurt. And she still is. She's still hurting today. Because in the situation, my 8-year-old self's needs went unmet again yesterday. So the needs of my 30-year-old self are just fine. She couldn't care less. But that 8-year-old little girl who still lives inside me was reminded of a time when communication was poor and her needs went unmet. Her feelings were not heard nor supported And she had to try to figure it out on her own. That would be the eight-year-old version of me crying alone in her bedroom. Wondering what she did wrong. Wondering how she was going to fix it. Wondering how she could do better next time. Wondering what she should have done differently. 30-year-old me? She's confident. She's sure of who she is. She, she's not a part of this drama and negativity. She's not phased by it. But eight-year-old me is. And I was brutally and abruptly reminded of that yesterday. Like slapped in the fucking face with it. That I don't get to just be this version of me. The version of me who's put in so much work. The version of me who has amazing support system, who is open and vulnerable and speaks about mental health, who helps others, who has tools and resources. That version of me was not present yesterday. It is so easy for our brains to regress, to go back in that state in time because Here's what happens. You have neural pathways. Literal, like think of it as a fucking sidewalk in your brain. That your thoughts just flow effortlessly on. And it is a nice, well-kept pathway. It works for your brain. So it keeps it. 
and you grow up and you build all kinds of pathways in your brain. And then each pathway has a trigger, something that will make you think or feel that way again. So yesterday I was exposed to a trigger from my eight-year-old self and my brain automatically went down that pathway. I should be better. I should be able to control and um, you know, have a positive impact on everybody else's emotions. No one should ever be upset with me. I need to be perfect. I don't want to cause any problems. If someone's upset with me, I literally can't live with myself. Like it's the most horrendous feeling. That pathway is still so well maintained in my brain that a reminder, an instance where it was triggered yesterday caused a total breakdown over 20 years later. And our brains are doing this all the time. You know, why does it bother me so much when I get a whiff of that candle that used to be at my grandma's house? Well, maybe something really triggering happened at your grandma's house. Or maybe the grief comes flooding back because your brain remembers that scent and associates it with your grandma and you miss her so much, right? All of these kinds of things are happening to us constantly. We are being exposed to other people's triggers and their emotions, and it causes a reaction in our brains. So yes, do I think the way that I reacted yesterday was wildly excessive and over the top and super out of proportion to the situation? Absolutely, I do. Am I ashamed of it? Not at all. Because that wasn't 30-year-old me. That wasn't the strong, confident woman who knows how to regulate her emotions. It was my 8-year-old self being... being you know, seen like she wanted to be heard and validated. And you know what? She was so quick to surface at that trigger because of all the shit I'm currently working on in therapy. So she's at that eight-year-old version of me is at the forefront of my brain because I've been poking around and prodding and doing parts work in therapy with my childhood self. So when you're triggered, you can't just consider your current self. You have to think about all of you, your past versions and what could have happened that's causing you to be upset, not just today, but maybe even in your childhood. And that's a super important thing that we have to keep in mind before we spiral out of control thinking I shouldn't feel this way this is ridiculous I need to get it together this is dumb before we start placing all the judgment on ourselves my eight-year-old self is a fucking sweetheart I love her so much she cares so much about what other people think if other people are happy what people think of her you know is she a good person do people like her is she mature enough, man, my eight-year-old self had a lot going on. She was the real MVP. She needed people to hug her and tell her it was okay. She needed people to say, hey, this isn't your responsibility. I can manage my own emotions. She needed someone to tell her you are not responsible for how other people feel. 
(sighs) And now I get to do that. I can go back and visit that version of myself. You best believe I am showing her a ton of love and grace today. That I am revisiting that version of me and honoring all she endured. Everything she had to worry about to survive that time in her life. She was a badass. What more can I say? You have younger versions of yourself that are fucking incredible. Could you go back and endure what that version of you had to endure all those years ago? I don't know. I don't know if I could have done it again. But she got me here, and I'm proud of her. And the least I can do is honor her feelings. So I'm going to do that by journaling, practicing gratitude, being really firm in my boundaries, and I'm going to process it in my next therapy session. I am going to spend the next couple of weeks before that next session brain dumping, just journaling whatever comes to mind about the situation. And then I will likely have to do some trauma therapy around this triggering event. It's called a target. We'll probably make this my next target, this experience, and process it, help my brain cope with what I just experienced. So whatever you're doing, however you are engaging in your healing journey, whatever that looks like, please know that you are not just healing for the current version of yourself, but for every version of you that has existed prior to this moment. And you're doing a fucking awesome job. I hope you loved this episode. I hope it was the reminder that you needed to continue pushing through this healing journey. You're doing amazing I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.